Welcome to Lemon Island Picks. So today's victim is Matt. No, not this Matt, other Matt. So he's getting flung onto a desert island, maybe out of a plane, I've not decided. But, as always, he's going to be choosing his top three records, a book and luxury item. So before we get into the episode, Lemon Island needs your help. So I'm thinking of shaking up the podcast formula a bit, you know, keep it to the same kind of thing, but change it. So please send me suggestions for what you'd like to hear on the show. And also, through the Anchor voice message feature, I'd like you to send albums or songs you've been listening to this week. Well, the week of the show. Well, whatever, whenever, just record it. Just message me for a link or something and, yeah, have a little feature on the show. And I'm always looking for victims to dump on this island, so if you want to be on the show, just send me a message and we can arrange it. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. This right. is going to do it. So, <laughs> third time lucky. We've got to get it. Right, we'll try it. Right, Just nice. I'll come and stand outside your window and we'll do this. Oh, okay, yeah. Set a mic up there. Yeah, sounds good. Right. Cast. So, Matt, we are rolling, finally, after the third time. Fingers crossed, this works this time. Yeah, I think it... Yeah, I think it is. I've got good hopes for this one. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we shall, we shall. So, Matt, do you want to introduce yourself at all, or do you want to get into the albums? (laughs) I could be really mysterious here and be like, no. But then, um, this is... Can I, can I quote my ex-singer? Is, am I going to get in trouble for that? I mean, I don't know. It depends on what you're saying. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very egotistical, so I feel like I must introduce myself. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'd say I'm Matt. Not, not the Lemon Lord, Matt. The, uh, the opposite. Fortunately. Complete opposite. I'm the Lord of the Lemons. <laughs> no, I... Uh, don't know how, how how can I describe what I am? Um, I'd say you've done it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd yeah. say that'll do. That'll do. Yeah, yeah, I am just. I'm just. Yeah, just me. Yeah. When, <laughs> when you are, I am. Yeah, I think therefore I am. Exactly. So. Yeah. Philosophical. So, before we get into the albums, I do have a uh, sort of. A very, very deep question that's just been eating away at me. Right, okay. For, for saving up for this podcast, and it's just... <laughs> is it, do you ever just? I don't know if I do, no. Because I feel like only on Tuesdays. You can ask it any day of the week, but... Yeah, true, true. On Tuesdays. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Good. Anybody listening, God. get back to us with the answer. And it, please. Do you ever uh, just on Tuesdays? Leave your answer in the comments box. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and peace. There we go. He said it. There we are. There's, there's your new uh, outro. Oh, yeah. I sure will put this as the outro. Well, up there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, nah, I'm Matt. I, uh, 
I play oh, it's a big list there, you had a, I uh I play guitar in a band called Door Five, my band. Mm-hmm. I play drums in a band called Phantom. Mm-hmm. Who you've already had. You've had Ethan and Sam on, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh yeah. Caitlin left to get now. And and Isaac. Oh yeah, God of course. Isaac, I'm so sorry. <laughs> player of the year. Isaac, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and uh, I also now recently played drums for a band called Split Decision, which is my newest band. Yeah. Which is sort of a culmination of sort of like half of Door 5, really, because it's okay. with with my um, my new guitarist, Kobe, for, uh, for Door 5. This is sort of like... Like how I started off doing Door 5 and Phantom, he's got Door 5 and Split Decision. Cool. And uh, they were looking for a drummer, and I said I'd fill in for him. And then, obviously, I helped him in the studio and that. And then it, it worked because, obviously, we're playing drums and guitar. And I play Door 5 as indie, in, like indie sort of pop rock. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That type of music. And then, like, Phantom is the complete opposite. It's like <laughs> all thrash. It's all a bit of a departure. Yeah, it's like, and I've always liked the idea of um, wanting to play drums for like an indie band. So okay, I thought, well, I might as well take this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, more. why not? I've got like, it's not like I'm doing anything else at the moment, anyway. Since from <laughs> isolation, going to be uh, practicing over web chat. Yeah, I have, I've I've been using Logic a lot. We uh... oh, okay, so you've been doing stuff over that, just sending it yeah. over remotely. Like when Phantom, we've just recently released a, a single like a demo yeah called sleep i say recently released it was like a month ago now it's still yeah. quite recent yeah it's relatively well uh, it'll probably be about three months ago by the time this comes out as well <laughs> no it should <laughs> this should be out in oh by next week i think oh. on a monday sometime I am that's why i won't be replying for three weeks because i'm editing this <laughs> to be fair you never reply for three weeks anyway. No, good point. Anyway, on that note, moving into the albums before <laughs> I get into any more trouble. In it, no, uh, but yeah, we released that and I did all the drums for that through Logic. I, I wrote that entirely mm. in software, but yeah. you wouldn't be able to tell. No, you can't when you're listening to it. Because Sam mentioned it before our interview yeah. saying they were just completely MIDI and I, I did not know at all. So. No, they sound fantastic. Yeah, they that's all I could toot my own horn. Oh, <laughs> it's that's also honk. down to Sam though. Yeah, honk 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 honk. That is that is a lot of it is also down to Sam though because he sort of took it from a MIDI track to put life into it. Yeah. Okay. So he's made it sound like like within the studio. And to be honest, I, I my opinion is that he's done a better job than the producer we had for the EP. Genuinely. Like, I, if you listen to the two, I think the mastering on our single, uh, our, our demo sounds, to me, sounds better than the EP. Interesting. I'll have to go and compare. I've not compared the two, so. If you just sort of get, like, like down, like self-destruction on the EP, mm. um, we, there's, there's a bit in, in like a breakdown in that, and uh, it's, it sort of breaks down, and there's the solo with, with drum fills on it, but um, very rarely can people sort of take out that there's drum fills and stuff because they're like, I can't hear the drums, I can't make them out. And okay. we real, we realised that once we'd got the EP back, that 
the guitars and the bass were fantastically mastered. Like they were amazing. Yeah. But the drums and the vocals, I thought, were sort of a letdown on that cause because, like, as as good as they are, they are quite good. Yeah. But like, for what we paid for it as well, like, I'm not going to expose what we paid for it, but um, we did pay a significant amount of money, mm. and I, I for one paid out a lot of money because we had to do it in days yeah so uh, i ended up paying like quite a lot more because of how long we had to be in for drums yeah they do take quite a um, while to get done and we had to, i think we had to pay for like one or two days mixing and mastering as well yeah you'd think for what we've paid for we'd get like fantastic because the guy that mastered that has done mastering for blossoms yeah slow Club. yeah um, so good yeah, and then we we realised that like the drums, I this might just be me being picky, but as as a drummer, like you'd probably notice it as well. Like you could think like that that doesn't need to be that quiet, that can be louder. Mm. That that's not gonna overtake anything. I mean, it could be just something to do with the initial recording, so like the way it was set up, because Yeah. Like from learning about mixing and stuff, they're always saying, Oh yeah, don't try and fix everything in the mix. Like sometimes it is problems with recording. So some, yeah. something might have happened there, or like a common rule is just to keep bass, hi hats, and snare kind of audible, and like yeah. the rest of the kit just does get pushed down quite low in the mix. So it just might be that just being taught to possibly yeah bump those think, down because they take up a lot of space, especially in the bass and low mids toms. Like especially when you've got your guitars and bass in there as well. It can get quite muddy if you're leaving them too high. Yeah. It's obviously, I don't understand any of that. Like, I, I haven't looked into sort of mixing and mastering as deep, but it makes sense for that to be like... Yeah. That, that, probably, that probably is the case. Like, nine times out of ten will be the case. But, mm. um, I think it's also, like, when we when we heard it, after like, we'd recorded sort of the full track, but we hadn't put vocals on it yet. Okay. And in the studio, we were all just sat out when you, you go in record and you, you come back out into the control room and yeah. listen. Yeah. We did that and oh, the, they were beastly. The drums were phenomenal. Yeah. We've got like, I've got videos and my Snapchat memories from back when we were recording. <laughs> and oh, they were amazing, like, like booming. Yeah. And then I play it on this and I'm like, it just sounds sort of flat. It might be the speakers you're using because obviously if they're using proper studio monitors in there. Yeah. I think it's sort of like a culmination of all different things. Like yeah, yeah, it could be totally. The quality of where I'm hearing it from. Um, just just the compression stuff in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it might just be down to the fact that he's better at mastering guitars than he is drums. Yeah, who knows. I because mean, you like, could try and get the raw uh, stems off him if, if you wanted and uh, see how they sound there and see what happens to it, but yeah, who knows? It, like I said it might just be me being picky, but like, do you know when you're putting your money in? Yeah, time yeah, effort, I totally get that. That that's that is a, that is completely you. Mm. You you want you want that to sound like the best it can. Yeah, because like I'm not bothered about money. Do you know what I mean? Like, not I don't want to sound like obviously it's not because I'm it's not like I've got money to fully burn, but yeah. if I've got to put more money in it than I would otherwise, then I'll put more money in it as long as I'm getting a better product out of it. Okay, so like. This is what I mean. Like, I don't mind. I'll pay the extra if I have to, to get the best sound we can possibly get. Because I don't want us to put all this time into writing the songs, and then to release them and the crap. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once again, I totally get where you're coming from there. 
luckily, like we've we've done all right. Like I think. Yeah, yeah, we've totally. Done really well. Like I think our songs sound top. Yeah, they do definitely. Go right. and have a listen if you've not already. Definitely, Blood Moon EP yes. is out on Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Uh, Sleep, our new demo that's out on Spotify, Apple Music, anything. Uh, everything that's all out. Um, yeah, that's that's that for Fansom, really. I okay, mean, okay. we've got new music coming as soon as we possibly can. Yeah, um, I don't know how much the others have let on about anything, any new releases, but not much. So, well, oh well, do you need to can, bite your lip on that one? Oh, I can, uh, I can. I can let on. There's no, there's nothing secret really. Oh, okay. We we already promised new music and we've already delivered. Yeah. So, um, we've got on sleep and we've got two more singles to come. Nice. So they'll be coming sort of scattered. Yeah. Uh, from between now and Christmas, hopefully. Cool. If, if the world goes back to normal, we can get in the studio. <laughs> All three of them will be out because we intend on recording sleep in the studio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Sam mentioned something about that to me. Yeah, we just we just needed we needed to get something out because we've not released for about uh, six months. So to keep engagement, there's only so much you can like you can do. Yeah, of course, especially in the situation. Yeah, and like as much as people like listening to stuff, they know when they get invested in a band, they don't want to hear us playing covers anymore. They want to hear us with what we've got to got to say. So you know what I mean, they want to yeah, know our yeah, totally songs so we've got we've got those three singles and then i think our next sort of big release is is probably going to be another ep okay nice we're we're looking into an album but i think at at the start as a start because we are still starting out we've 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 been a band for about two and a half three years now i think it's it's been a while Mm. But uh, it was only last year that it, it, we kicked off. Yeah, as as much as we did, we did we were doing like um, gigs every month. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we released the EP. You did. So we had a fantastic year last year. Like we played Band on the Wall, we played Rebellion. Must have been five times we played at Rebellion. Yeah, quite a few. Uh, we were doing we were doing loads, and so, but that's still starting out. I mean, from that point that we. Because we, we won that Battle of the Bands back in 2018, I think it was. Really? That was quite a while ago then. I didn't even realise that. That's that's what got us on at Band on the Wall. Band on the Wall. Yeah. And from Band on the Wall forward, we uh, we just went up and up and up. Mm. We just topped every level that we could Yeah. to to get to that. And then it came to August and we released the... Oh, it wasn't August, was it? It was uh, October. It was meant to be August and it wasn't because we were all on holiday. Okay, <laughs> that's what it was. I was, I wasn't in Manchester for the entirety of August. So. Blimey, yeah. And I was in, um, I was in Florida. Yeah, yeah, you were. That was that was good. As um, mm. it's funny because I was listening to when I was listening to Ethan's just before this. Yeah. Ethan's podcast. I was uh, he was mentioning that he was in Florida as well. But uh, yeah, seems to be yeah, a, he did. A place for the members of Phantom to yeah. disappear. They're at the um, Hotel California in Florida. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, I think it's anyway. a good time to get in some of these albums. I do too. Yeah, so, Matt, you're getting dropped on a desert island in the middle of nowhere. 
Well, what is your first album pick? My first album pick has got to be The Balcony by Catfish and the Bottlemen. Okay. So we're starting with some indie pop. Indie pop, indeed. It is got a, to me, it is one of the best albums ever created. Okay. And that is <laughs> high that status. Is, I am an absolute catfish maniac. Okay. Just <laughs> I've got an unhealthy obsession with them. <laughs> but I've actually realised that mine's quite healthy, given some of the um yeah, some sites you see. I was going to call them weird, but I can't call them weird. No. <laughs> some of the stuff they have done, it could be seen as weird, but I'm not going to say that because I'm a nice person. I'm going to reserve all judgments on that one. Yeah, this is my, my opinion is out of this, and they are people. <laughs> it's like you and me. There is, there is a sort of unnecessary amount of um, creepiness, I find from a certain other catfish fans especially it is it is like don't get me wrong though like if if van mccann came up to me and was like like i'm we're gonna have kids i'd be like do you know what sack it go on then (laughs) (laughs) i would wait so can i get your quote on that matt you would happily have children with van mccann i would very happily have children with van mccann (laughs) I, I'm not embarrassed to say that at all, and that's that's probably more embarrassing. Why? But, what are you attracted to in Van McCann? <laughs> I just like his hair. Right, I'll just go from the top down. Okay. His hair is in. Right, it's just I don't know. It's just amazing. Okay, like, that was that was the biggest inf- inspiration for me to get my hair. I'm not seeing what it's like nowadays. I only remember it from the first album days. Is a is. Is, is this Van McCann's hair is a bit it's it's more rugged sort of now but like he's he's tidied it up so it's still the curtains but right. rather than it being short curtains on top it, it's just like a full head of hair now he's oh he's right okay more bob than anything else <laughs> right but, uh, <laughs> it's it's a nice bob because it's not quite a bob <laughs> no, it, it covers a head like his, his sides and back grow down and it's all Sort of quite nice, right? Like. But um, bloody hell, I sound like one of the weirdos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's acceptable for me. I'm I'm nearly nineteen now. Okay, all right, yeah, fair enough. We we can. There's only about seven or eight years difference there. <laughs> we'll be all right. Yeah, um, you'll be fine. No, but like. I'm. I'm not going to sit here about. Oh my god! Like his his nose. I could stare at his nose all day. I'm, I'm not bothered about his face. <laughs> like he's got a face. We've all got faces. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Might well, good like, few people who don't have faces. Yeah. Or have two. Oh, two. Yeah, I know. I know quite <laughs> people with two faces. <laughs> well, that's that's a can of worms for a different. It is. Yeah. This this will be a, a lemon island picks where we've been on the island for most two years now oh we've yeah ran 100% out to talk about, so we talk about two-faced people yeah but, totally yeah that's a uh, no but like another can of worms like you said <laughs> pull that can of worms bury it <laughs> no he's not he's not unattractive obviously he's he's, he's, he's got an appeal right like do you know what <laughs> I mean? so when you like a band you like the members do you know what I mean like okay yeah 
like sort of that's that's how I see it. Like I don't, I, I just like the band. Like he's got he's got a fantastic voice. I think like, like he's a class guitar player. Like I mean he doesn't he doesn't do anything fantastic. Like I'm not gonna sit here and go oh like he's amazing because like I've the most of the intricate guitar work comes from Johnny Bond. Yeah, he he is amazing. He's so phenomenal. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say the um lead lines and riffs on this album are pretty pretty solid really like yeah they're fantastic they didn't even come from johnny bond he's not on the first album that was uh, oh really that was yeah there was a, a guy called billy bibber and uh he used to play guitar for catfish and then he left because it wasn't working oh god and, oh funnily enough that's a mistake it was a mistake as he left they got big they got absolutely tragic mad. he literally left about it, I think they'd released that album and then he left. And then they started, they just went up from there. They were playing like Leeds and that. They played Leeds with him before, but like mm. once they got Johnny Bond, they just, they were just a different level. Yeah. You hear about that with so many bands though, like just members quitting just before they get big. Yeah. It's, it is a weird it's, one. This is what I'm hoping is to happen with, with Door 5, to be honest, because. <laughs> Shoot. It's it's like not in a not in a malicious way. Like yeah. I'm not thinking. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely hate everyone that used to be in it. Like right, we we have our differences, and obviously I'm not going to go too far into it because right. it's very it's kept in a band because there's no point causing anything. It's, it's no, over yeah, yeah. But we don't get on. Okay, and and I think it, what the reason that we like we weren't getting too far as a band. Is is because because we didn't get on. So like, so you 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 need to get rid of what's what's causing you to do that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, so they left. They wanted to get rid of that. Okay. We wanted to get rid of them as well. Like whoever's left in a band, sort of compared to who's who left the band. Right. As as they had their own idea of where they wanted to go, and we had our idea of where we wanted to go, and they clashed. So it was it wasn't ever going to work. Like yeah. That. So like, it's better for you as a band now. Yeah, definitely. What who we brought in is they're just phenomenal. Like, yeah. Um, and the only thing we need now is a drummer. And obviously, I remember pitching it to you a while. Yeah, back. yeah. And I was gonna do it, but you know, just, just time. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Main factor. I've had quite a lot of bands that I've had to turn down recently, which is quite annoying, to be honest. It, it is the struggle. It is. Yeah. You are. Especially when you are at a level that you are at, you are a, a fantastic drummer. Cheers. Like, I, I'm not surprised you've had multiple bands going. Do you know what I mean like mm. people want that? Like, I I knew if you had the time, you'd you'd fit perfectly into Door Five because. Yeah. Obviously, I've known you since we were. Yeah, like, yeah, but I'm, I was just about to say I've known you for bloody ages now. Oh, uh, with so I've I've seen you grow as a drummer anyway. Yeah. And you like, as a musician in general, yeah. I know it's it's like where we've come from exactly as as a musician, yeah, for you as well. Like I've I've seen where we started and where we are now and we've we've stuck to it or we've gone in our own directions and succeeded quite a lot. Yeah. Like, that. From the rock school days. Oh god, yeah, the rock school days. <laughs> they were a bit uh <sighs> I feel like that's another can of worms as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. We could spend hours on that as well. 
We should we so. should do a uh, Lemon Island picks Rock School edition. Well, yeah, because I I pitched this to the other guys, just saying, how about we do like a big group call or something? See how that works. That would be quite interesting. It would be, yeah. Feel. Yeah, we'll, no, have, we'll have to do that at some point, see if it works. We should definitely do it. Yeah. Just be, be wary of the glitch that came from one person. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the start of trying to record this. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be cool to, like, get everyone back on it. Like, obviously, Shay, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac, Sam. Yeah. Like, it, just the absolute OG. All the gang. It would, it, back when, like, we had bands, like, human remains and whatever. I can't, and, I can't remember the rest. Oh, there was a, there was yours. What was yours called? I have no idea. Uh, what was it? Oh, what was, what? That one with you, Shay and Jordan? Oh, face down. Oh, face down. <laughs> the absolute meme that has become. It is. The, the big old meme. It is an awful meme. <laughs> it's a top-notch meme. I don't know what you're it's saying. It's a brilliant meme. It is it such is a good meme. <laughs> it was a. It's an, an interesting meme. It's a pinnacle in the. Uh, oh in the yeah, hundred percent in the rock school world. Yeah, uh, that that drove mm. a lot, a lot of inspiration for bands such as <laughs> Human Remains. <laughs> And and pale waves. <laughs> no doubt about it. Anyway, so, Matt, moving back onto catfish because we have gone on a very, very long tangent. I might have to edit some of that because we, told, we agreed this would happen. Yeah, tangent completely. I think I'm gonna have to edit a bit of that out. <laughs> yeah, so I, if I would probably take out the bit where I was talking about X band members. Yeah, yeah, I, I was gonna do that. <laughs> it's just completely short now. If you want to cut the whole thing, we'll shorten that whole bit down. Door five is better now. Yeah, yeah, that, pretty much. There we are. That is it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do. That's a catfish, though. Yes. So I, they are fantastic. Yeah. Right? Dis- so, despite Van, what would you say your favorite track is on this album? On on the balcony, it's got to be um, all of them. Oh right, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well. I'd, I'd say, Matt, if I I I couldn't pin one. Okay. Like I I looked into it and I tried, I really tried, mm. uh, and I I have come across like one, but then that when I say that's my favorite off the album, then it changes. Then pick my, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, then yeah, I, can't I know what you my mean. Favorite, my favorite catfish song ever just doesn't exist because they're all so good. Right. It that it, I hate it when people are like, oh. They just make the same song thirty four times. I was like, listen to them. They haven't. Mm. Like each individual song is like a masterpiece. So yeah. This cause... is. Oh, carry on. I was just saying, like, because I can't really go. Oh yeah, everyone thinks that because they don't. Everyone's got a different taste. Yeah, yeah, totally. I look at these, and I don't. It's not just a song. It's a story. As well, like I watch. I've watched all the interviews and everything that I can. Like, why well, am I super fan? I, I am like you know when you really like a band, you research as much as yeah, you can. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got I've got forty one of their unreleased songs already saved on my phone, like when I some of them I just there's there's a whole album and it's just the this the balcony but acoustic. Okay. But they never released it. And then they've got obviously their old songs like ASA, Broken Army. 
they're amazing. They should release them, but uh, Van's best friend, Larry, said no. So now the whole band can't do it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's... Um, I, was, I, was, I was speaking to someone. We, I got put in a big catfish group chat. Okay. Uh, when I was... I, when I tell you I got put in it, it was not a choice, just got put in it. Because mm. I was in the uh, the group on Facebook, obviously, just to deal with gigs and stuff. Mm. And um, they were, someone was telling a story about how they had a mate who met them. And they asked um, they asked the bass player. Um, they were just like, all right, what happened to ASA and Broken Armour? And uh, he, he saw apparently just looked really sad about it and just went, ask Van. So it's, it seems that Dave, him and Larry oh, right. made effective decision to just say no. Weird. But back to the balcony. Yeah. Is, is what these these songs should have been on. But um, I'd say off the balcony, my favourite song is Homesick. Okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't just, expecting that one. I know, it's mad, in it? But like, it's, it's the first track off it. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just a really, really good song like it it goes from this this dead like quiet little yeah and there's there's a nice little dun, 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 that bit yeah yeah and they just bangs the chorus that comes out of nowhere <laughs> yeah and i think it's amazing and then it drops down and it comes back yeah yeah they've got a really strong um chorus Dynamic. part for the entire album really I'd oh, yeah, say, like, probably. the choruses of all the songs are pretty strong, like, pretty memorable. Well, that's what, um, they had an interview, and Van McCann was saying, like, choruses are my thing, like, this is what I can write. Right. Like, he writes choruses for other bands. He, really? When they're writing songs, yeah, like, um, uh, what are they called now? Um, Ghostwriting. Gir- no, no. Oh, oh, right, like, right. The girl band, it's got three girls in it. Um, Narrows it down. Are they called, like, I swear it's called Helen. Let me Google it. All right. I feel I feel like I know what it's called. Yeah. Do you know them? Sorry, what did you say? You cut out a bit. They're called Haim. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. I've never given yeah. them a listen though. I've I've never listened to them, but I, I he's wrote a, a couple of songs for them or with them. Oh, interesting. So uh, I thought I thought that was quite cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, choruses is, is is their thing. They're fantastic at choruses. I mean, it's the most important part of the song, really, isn't it? Yeah, the chorus, it's, it's like Kathleen. Like, for on on a regular day, obviously, Kathleen is a go to song. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant, start to finish. Mm. Um, Rango as well. That's I think that's quite overlooked as a catfish song. Yeah, but, yeah, I'd say that too because I, I used to be quite into them. To be fair. Back when it first came out, when I was in year seven, it would have been yeah, I was quite into him then. And this yeah, this album was a go-to, and I always thought nobody ever seems to play Rango when it's actually yeah. a bit of a bop. It is. It is what I think is one of the best songs on the album. Yeah, it just gets overlooked because well, it's near the end of the album, isn't it? So yeah, I think because it's it, it's not it's it's not been as commercialized as stuff like yeah Coon. yeah yeah totally. Because Cocoon was on FIFA, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was on FIFA. So yeah, like, that's what I remember hearing it quite a lot. And when they released the first EP, um, it's Kathleen and the other three, uh, the singles off that were not... That Rango wasn't one of them. No, no, it wasn't. 
It was it was it was Cocoon, Fallout, Kathleen. Yeah. I think it was uh, Pacifier as well. Yeah. Um. So there was there was that. So it just it does get overlooked. But I think every, every song is brilliant. Homesick, fantastic. Kathleen, fantastic. Cocoon, fantastic. Fallout. I think Fallout's a really good song. Yeah, I always used to like that one as well. It's... I like my my favorite bit was right at the end. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry if I drove your matches to my clothes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of bridge the breakdown type thing. Yeah, yeah. and then it just stop, and then all he does from that is he he just switches the two cards that he's playing from C to F to mm. F to C. Yeah, and it just brings like a like a different song to it. Yeah, and that's that's brilliant. I like how he does that. Like, yeah, like, like I say, they're very well put together songs. Very, yeah. I've memorized. I've literally listened to the albums that many times that like I've memorized the track lists. And it's, <laughs> it's like pacifier in it, and then I'm gonna have to check this now just so I don't mess it up. <laughs> yeah, it's pacifier, hourglass, right? Yes. So, and I think business twenty six and Rango get overlooked. Definitely. Okay. Especially twenty six and Rango. Yeah. Because business, a lot of people know it. Yeah. Uh, hourglass is a nice little tune, though. Yeah. A nice little. Simmered down acoustic song. Yeah, it's uh, a bit of a odd one on the album as a whole. They they do that though, don't they? Like, there's always at least one acoustic song. Like, on on the right. I, I don't really know because, um, I, like I said, I was quite into this one. And then, by the time the second one came out, I don't know. I just seemed to lose interest quite a bit, and I just didn't start to like them as much. It's, if you it's do a bit get of a weird down. one. If you, if you do get a chance, I do recommend listening to the the every album. Okay, Obviously you know the first one, but listen to the second one and the third one. I reckon you'd you'd like the uh, the third one the most probably because there's songs on it. But like with with the second album, their acoustic song on it, there's there's loads of seven. There's Heathrow. There's um. There's Emily as well. That's quite acoustic. Okay. Um, the third album has got like. Intermission, which is, I, I think you'd really like Intermission. It's sort of a bit weird. Yeah, I'll have to give it a listen. There's, there's sounds in it that I can't describe. <laughs> right on my street, then. 100%. It's usual <laughs> sounds that can't be described. Yeah, yeah. Your Snapchat stories for them. It's, it's always a good listen, but I can never just go, that sounds like, it's just that is Matt Deakin, that is exactly <laughs> what. That's what the noises in my head sound like. That's, that's exactly what is happening. <laughs> Meant to be writing answers in an exam and what is going through in my head. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Same here. That's why it's, you. Um, that's why my handwriting looks so bad. Honestly, same. Well, it's. I was reading a thing ages ago, and it was like people with the messiest handwriting are usually more intelligent because they're putting more effort into thinking than they are into writing. See, I saw that on Facebook, and then I thought, oh wait, I'm going a minute. This is on Facebook, so. Um, <laughs> I didn't see it on Facebook. I um, I I can't remember where I saw it. I uh, saw it somewhere. Okay. But I, it wasn't Facebook because I wasn't on Facebook at the time when I saw it. Okay. But it'll circulate about stuff like that. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. All all the people from that just escaped set eight, set eight and got into set seven or something. Oh yeah, but yeah. Set four and <laughs> this is me. I I've promise I'm intelligent. And it. They're the ones that have got messy handwriting because they just sort of 
undesirable as a student. Interesting. <laughs> I'm trying not to be mean because I don't want to sound mean, but I have to be honest. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. There's there's set ones with messy handwriting that are smart, and there's set fours with messy handwriting that are not. So like, just because you've got messy handwriting doesn't mean you're smart. Yeah, it's true. I seriously don't understand how I got into handwriting from catfish in a bottom but you know. You know, these things happen. These things happen. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, going back to the balcony, I was going to say some of the production and guitar tones on the whole thing really are pretty goddamn tasty. They are amazing. For something they do sound kid, really good. It was like, it came out in 2014, didn't it? Yeah. And then, obviously that's that's quite recent, it's only six years ago, but compared to how things sound when you record them in the past three years compared to six years ago, mm. what they've got there is amazing. Yeah. Like, stuff like Sidewinder and Tyrants especially. Yeah, the guitars for that. Yeah, there's always one that um, I always forget which track it is. It starts off with like a slow kind of, I don't know what it is. It's either chorus or tremolo or something. Playing a little like arpeggiated riff. I always like yeah. the tone on that one. I can't. I can never remember which track it is though. So it might be Tyrants. Do you want me to play it for you now? If you, if you want. Oh, saying that no because copyright. Oh. Oh. Yeah. We'll just have to look it up after this. Yes, yeah, we will. I'll send you a link. <laughs> Good idea. So, but, um, yeah, I was going to say, have you got any final comments on the balcony? Or... Um, it's just an amazing album. I just, <laughs> it's just a whole, like, Van McCann, phenomenal. Would have his kids. Yeah, I would, I would have his kids. I think um, if, if Johnny Bond was to do the balcony, it wouldn't be the same. And I think they've mastered what they've got there. So I'm I'm thankful that he wasn't on it for that reason. Okay. Because it's 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 such a classic album in in the indie era, I think, because like everybody knows at least one song from it. I mean it was kind of a landmark in the kind of new indie scene that was uprising at the time as well. Yeah, they've like I Catfish and Abomin have really driven that scene, I think like Yeah, they're one of the bands up there holding it up. Definitely. They get overlooked because of bands such as Cortina's, Oasis, Stone Roses and stuff. Well, I, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say they more drived the new wave. Of, not the new wave, but like the yeah. new kind of decade of the scene forward. Yeah, definitely. Like just completely apart from what came before them. Yeah, they they definitely have. They've, they've done phenomenal and they, I can only imagine they're going to do even better in the future. Like. Nice. Every album is amazing. That's that's all I can say. <laughs> well, on that note, I'd say that was a good point to move on to your second album, Matt. Definitely. Which was yeah. What have you chosen? It is the 100 album by the Honor. Yeah. Okay. So weirdly, I've heard of these but never listened to them. And guess the place where I first saw them, like or found out about them. Um. Uh... My first guess now seems to be when I mentioned them to you in the chat, but... <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, it was um, an Instagram ad in about really? 2014, yeah, because, um, like I said, I was quite into Catfish at the time, and I remember this caption. Do you like Catfish at the bottom, man? 
you will love the hunter. Like, <laughs> do you know one I mean, of those kind of ads? Yeah, it's proper in your face. Yeah. Proper, right up there, 2014. Yeah, and that... ICT lesson. <laughs> like, I just saw it and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to listen to these after that. So... They are, re- I promise you, they are really worth listening. I want to say that it's not the case because I like catfish that I like them, but I do love catfish and do love the honor. Would you say but, they're pretty similar in style, or? No, I wouldn't. I mean, they are, but they're not. Yeah. As in, like, they've took two completely direct, different directions in indie music. Okay. As in, like, catfish have gone for sort of just wholesome songs of. You sing with us. Yeah. That they've got the family feel. Okay. I, I see the Hunter as... Because, like... A bit more edgy. Yeah, they are a bit more edgy. They've, they wear face masks before we had to. Um, Paint the fingernails black and... Mm. Sort of chains and... Some more alternative indie pop. Yeah, when I first looked at them and I thought, they're not an indie band at all. Right. Before I even listened to them. Which is, is one thing, I'd sort of already judged them before, but then okay. I listened to them Then you listen to the 100 album, you're just like, they do not match the pictures they are in. <laughs> no, no, I'd say the same thing. In the slides, like, songs like She's Casual. Like, if you've heard She's Casual, yeah. and it starts off really, really soft, and yet they're going to be at Leeds smashing that out in full. <laughs> what, what I would class as something that Bring me the horizon should be wearing right yeah in, in like full costume like that and you're just like it's they are very different though because i've seen some performances where they are very sort of emo punk style right, okay but then i see some of them and they are just follow like sort of following the generic indie okay style. They, they've not copied it's their own but you can tell whether this is the style this is what they're going to wear yeah, 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 I get what you're saying there. I mean, like you were saying, Catfish are really good at writing choruses. I'd say these have nailed some intros on this because some of the guitar yeah. like riffs on the intros leading into these songs they are, are really, good. really well executed, really. Yeah, definitely. Intros and riffs, the, the Hunter have got it. Like, I, w- I, would go, I would say, yeah, if you, if you like Catfish, you'll like the Hunter. Mm. But they are, they're two separate bands. Yeah, and I would, yeah, yeah. I would, Compare them in that sense, because it's not as simple as like it's like you could say if you like Stone Roses, you'll like Oasis. That's fair enough, but they're similar bands. I don't think Catfish and the Hunter are similar. I mean, I wouldn't really say Stone Roses and Oasis are similar, but once again, that's another argument for another day. But um... (laughs) before that tangent happens, yes, no. the, the, they are good. They they are a good in band, and I would I wouldn't compare them to Catfish though. If I was to say you'll like these, if you like these, okay. But if you like Catfish, then you're already in that sort of scene, in, like indie rock scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you probably would have heard of them anyway. Yeah. So you would like them from that, but yeah, they're very rarely um, seen sort of together. If that makes sense. So if Catfish. Like when Catfish played Leeds, the Hunter weren't. Then yeah. Hunter were playing Leeds. Catfish so you wouldn't catch them both at the same festival. Okay. Which I think, if if I could do that, I would probably like <laughs> sort of load. It'd be quite right. a phenomenal experience for me, like, because 
two of my favourite bands. Yeah, same day, one after another. It'd be amazing. Yeah. But then there's the argument of who would headline, but I feel like it'd definitely be Catfish. Yeah, totally. But I, they've I feel, got a big following, the Hunter. Oh, they've got a big following, but Catfishes is bigger, right? Yeah. Whereas the Hunter are still playing venues such as, I think the Hunter have got a a, a gig next year in, like the O2 Ritz or something in Manchester, or oh, right, maybe yeah. maybe somewhere a bit bigger. But Catfish have just played and sold out Manchester Arena, and yeah. So they they are on different levels, but they are. The Hunter are going up. They're definitely, in the next couple of years, they're going to be one of the bigger bands. Okay. I can say that, like... I, I, was, I was speaking to my mate, my best mate, Aaron, about this. He, um, we were just comparing sort of the bands that are coming up now, mm. such as Declan McKenna, yeah. Seagulls, in, in, and the Hunter, including them, and how they're going to be the next generation of what Catfish and stuff are now. Okay. So where you've got Catfish, the 1975, bands like that, yeah. you look how big they are now. Yeah. In a few years... These are going to follow. We'll looking, yeah, we'll be looking yeah. at and Declan McKenna in the same way. Okay. I mean, I already thought he was kind of big anyway. Uh, Declan McKenna? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's massive. He, uh, yeah. He's playing like transmitting that. And yeah. He was supposed to play Leeds this year. Because he was... I was I was very excited for that because it was him and Sam Fender straight after each other. Oh right, yeah. So and he's another one, Sam Fender. Yeah, yeah. Well. I was going to say he's another one on the rise. They're massive now, but they've got places to go. Okay. Yeah. Like like everybody has. There's always there's always somewhere else you can go, but these these I I I've got confidence in the fact that these will <laughs> be where these bigger bands are now in okay. a couple of years. And, yeah. And if they work hard, if they carry on producing the music that they're doing they'll they'll do that easily that's, yeah that'll be no problems because at that point it's just about consistently engaging and releasing it's just not letting something like this year's pandemic get in the way so, yeah yeah because you sort of get to the end of it and we'll we'll come out of this and we might have been in isolation for 12 months mm. and we'll be thinking like i just don't want to do anything i don't know what to do anymore yeah people become settled and I don't want stuff like that to happen to the bands that I love to listen to. Because yeah. Then I've no longer got bands that I love to listen to because they're not doing anything. I mean, it's a bit of a strain on the music industry as a whole. Like, yeah, it's so it's we very... don't know what's going to happen with that. Like venues, record labels. Yeah, like the like Star and Garter as a venue that's getting yeah. shut down. Yeah, I saw that one. Which there is, is a big shame. There is a big thing going around though to say that yeah with the interbrew media they um i've done an interview with them before yeah and she did a a, a video uh which which door five are in yeah i've seen this one it's pretty good it's a good video yeah, it's it? a good video and just everyone needs to share that. so if if i'll i'll pull up, am, I, am i okay to plug it yeah yeah share? go for it i'll uh i'll get the name for you now so the Instagram name. It's just Interbrew Media, one word, and yeah. there's a video on there called Save the Star and Garter. And uh, if anyone listening could just share it, get it about, yeah, more awareness for it, and then save music venues like that because it's stuff like that that are going to push 
people at our level now. Exactly, yeah. It's giving you gigs. It's providing opportunities, in it? Exactly, because this is what we want to do as a job. This is still a job. This is just as much of an important job as sitting in the office all day yeah. doing taxes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, people, There's a lot of following for music. People pay good money for it, so you can't just stop. Totally, yeah. And if there's nowhere to gig, it's going to just stop. Scary so thought. Need, it is a scary thought, and it like you, you wouldn't think it 2020. We've, we're, we're concerned that we're going to lose out on music. Yeah. But it's, it's being cut from school curriculums and everything. It is, like, yeah, yeah. It's disappearing, and it needs to be brought back up. It's just and, not It's not a priority for the education sector, is it? Providing instrument lessons above maths and science and English is just not... It's not up there in the priorities when, really, it I should be. I don't, I don't like how the government see it as that. I don't see how it's the government's... Obviously, I understand how it is the government's choice, but at the same time, I don't see how it's solely the government's choice. Yeah, I get that. Like, why not? Like, there's there's lessons that people don't want to be in. Like, 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 I, so for example, in my school, we had five different technologies. Yeah. So I was like, I would much rather just learn one technology, and just they just give it us just in in one sort of course. Mm. Learn this, do this. There you go. And then if you want, to, like. I understand it's open opportunities, but they're not doing the same thing with like music and drama and art. The sort of the arts. Yeah, the art. Yeah, the arts are getting pushed so, like, to one side. If like if I want to carry on woodwork, I don't want to have to do it for five years. Yeah. If I don't want to, do you know I mean, if I want to, I will go and do an apprenticeship. Exactly. Yeah. I'll learn it properly, not from cutting a bloody putting my name into a, a piece of wood. <laughs> in year seven. Yeah. I know what you mean. But equal opportunities should be given to all subjects, and frankly, that is not the case. A hundred percent. Like, it's it, it was hard. Like when when it came to um, work experience. Yeah. Um, the, my work experience was at the college that I go to now. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, sort of finished now, aren't I? But uh, that was access to music. But it was in, other than that, it was impossible to find any sort of music-related work experience. Yeah, it's it's just difficult to find anything related to it, and like yeah, and I'm, it, try, I'm it, trying to think whilst I'm talking now of what there could have been option-wise, and all I can really think is teaching. There's, there's teaching. There's there's like instrument shops like Dawson's and stuff, but that's more retail, so far, isn't it? I know, like. It doesn't exactly. It doesn't give you a music opportunity. Like no, stuff like Dawson's and that is going to, into administration anyway. It's been saved, I think, from oh. administration. I think another company's bought it out. That's good then, because I buy a lot of instruments. Yeah, you know. but um, this is the thing. Like it's just dying. Everything that's supporting us is dying, mm. and it it needs to stop dying. <laughs> yeah, something definitely does need to be put in place. Like this is this is our lives, our careers. Like I can guarantee you, if the like the math system was failing, the government would be doing everything they can to make sure it's not doing that. Even even something as simple as like PE and that, or like yeah, we'll go with PE. If PE was like failing, 
the government would be like, oh, no, no, we can't let this happen. It's got to happen. Yeah. But not everybody wants to do sports. Mm. So if you're going to put that effort into saving PE, then you should put the effort into saving music and stuff. Because Yeah, the arts in general. I might not want to play sports, but I can guarantee I want to play guitar. Yeah, because there's so many people that are not given, not being given the opportunity to even be engaged with any musical education. Like if you're looking at it, it's a lot of music education is given to you know predominantly white middle class. Yeah, it's... Um, families with who play the viola, trombone, or like <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean. But yeah, like kind of it... that stereotype, but. It is really badly stereotyped, that, but like, it's, it's, it's even down to when you've got working class families and stuff like going into into schools and that, like children. That, like, mm. There's some schools that say, like, we we will offer guitar lessons, but you have to bring your own guitar. We can't provide because we don't get the funding. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's sad. It is, like, it is definitely. But you've got 45 volleyballs and yeah. like 13 ping pong tables that yeah. never get used and that are expensive to buy and yet you can't afford a couple of like i don't know 40 50 quid beginner guitars just yeah. to let students have a chance yeah because the amount of musicians that are just not given being given the opportunity like i said like you could have the next Jimi hendrix sat in front of you but if he's not given the opportunity then you wouldn't ever know exactly There's... and that's like a life thrown away Mm, totally. It's, it's mad. It, it is it's insane. Because it's, it's not even, like, it's not even isolated to that one subject. The skills given through music as a whole is so, like, interrelated with other subjects. It's, yeah. I don't understand why it seems to be kind of narrowed down into, oh, yeah, this is music, you learn an instrument, Oh yeah, we're gonna take that funding away now when yeah. it affects like all areas of your life and life in school even. It is. It's like what I say to people when they they say to me like it's not a real job, you need to go and get or get a plan B and Yeah, that. that that's the one. Get a I mean, real job. It's it's not just uh, random people I say to me, that's most of my friends and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, every every young musician has gone through that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We discourage so much by a family, but like, what I say to them is like, well, it, well, it is a real job because, for one, uh, if if we didn't have musicians, you wouldn't have any gigs to go to. Therefore, that's entertainment gone. Yeah. Uh, music, you listen to that everywhere. Mm. If we don't get any funding, we can't do anything. There's nowhere for us to go. We can't make music. Well, we can make music, but we can't let you hear it. Yeah. We've got it. Do you know Like, we can't produce music. So then you'll have nothing to listen to. Yeah, because I'm going through that in the moment a bit because obviously it's time to, like, start out UCAS applications and stuff. And I do want to do a music degree. And it is, well, what can I get out of this? Where can I go with it? And to be honest, yeah. I don't know. So it's kind of taking. Not necessarily a punt in the dark, but it is going into it with a bit of uncertainty and see where it takes me because there's no definite end to it. Like studying a medical degree, you apply to be a doctor. Yeah. If you know what I mean, there's no they, they, solid they've backing. Both, 
yeah, you, you've got something at the end that you can walk into with like like a doctor. Yeah, or a thing. Yeah. Or, an, or a nurse or something. If you follow that route, you, you just, you learn and you become. Yeah. Because hospitals are always there. You walk into one. I have got this, this, and this. About, all right, and they need we'll jobs as well. That's another thing. Whereas musicians aren't like sort of depended on. Well, we are, but we're not because like, like hospitals and stuff save lives. You know what I mean, like yeah, 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 kind of necessary. If one person does four year university, gets a music degree, and, and goes and sits at home on their ass for like the rest of their life, yeah, then that's not gonna. It's not going to save a life. It's not going to end a life. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so that's why people see it as that. Like, you're not doing something like that. But like, it's still a job. We still get paid, and it's for your benefit. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean like? Mm. Just because I make a song doesn't mean I have to sit there and listen to it. I'm making that song for people that support me and my music and want to listen to it. Yeah. So like, it's it, it's mad, and I think. It's it's sold as such a glamorous lifestyle to be in the music industry as well. Yeah. People, it's easy to walk into. Yeah, like, yeah, they do. Like with take my college for example. Like we have Ed Sheeran as our patron, right? <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> when we were talking about this before, yeah, we were. Well, uh, we have Ed Sheeran as our patron, right? So they're like Ed Sheeran did this course. So we've got people in Manchester, right? Ed Sheeran went to a college in London. Right, you went to access to music, but in London. Yeah. So, but everyone thinks that because he's the patron of the college, and they only believe that our college exists, and there's not like seven others of them. <laughs> that he went, to, he went to Manchester, and I'm going to go to this college and become Ed Sheeran, but it's not how it works. No. Like, you, you have to. They get in there and you realize that there's a lot of work to do, and they don't want to do it. Mm. But they think like Ed Sheeran went to his college, so if I go to his college, then I'll be Ed Sheeran. Yeah. It's, you could say that with anything, like but Ed Sheeran went to primary school, so if I go to primary school, I'm going to be Ed Sheeran. Mm, yeah, it's Ed just... Ed Sheeran went to Tesco and bought a drink, so if <laughs> I go to and buy a drink, I'll be Ed Sheeran. It just, just doesn't because, correlate, does it? Not in the slightest, and that's what I don't like about the attitude of people that go to colleges like mine. Yeah. Like, just because Ed Sheeran did it doesn't mean you're going to do it. Yeah. Ed Sheeran also put a lot of work into it. It's it's not just that though, is it? Like, yeah, you can put a lot of work in, but at the end of the day, a lot of it is also down to luck. Yeah, definitely. Like, like, and just pure uncertainty of what the hell is going to happen. You've got to be able to be found. Yeah, totally. And you need to be resilient enough to say, "No, I'm going to commit to this," because it's easy just to give up. Like, if things are going oh. a bit dry, things are, aren't working out for you, just say, "Nah, sod this." It's very easy to get knocked down. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like when, like promoters that want starting out bands, like a band doing the first ever gig, and the promoter says sell fifty tickets. Yeah, you're not gonna do that, and no. you get upset when you can't do that. Yeah, and you think because they say we'll never put you on a gig again if you don't do it. So you're like, well, well that's my first time ever, and I've lost out. Uh, and and I think that's unfair. Like you can't expect so much from young bands, but that's how promotion companies make money yeah but taking advantage of young bands but like that's when you're getting knocked down like that it's it's hard to come back from it especially when you're starting out yeah you go you think oh we've got an eight song set and five of them are our originals and they've got three covers like do i want to know and that like you've got it all planned out in your head 
crowd's going to do this. You turn up and there's four people there. Exactly, yeah. You feel hurt, you feel embarrassed, and you're just like, I don't want to do it anymore if this is going to turn pe- Yeah, because people don't want to go, do they? Like, If they don't know you, they're not going to Exactly. But they have to put time to you to know you. Yeah. It's a bit, so, of, it's a bit of a weird one to get the balance right on because you need to have some sort of backing before you go in to do your first gig, but then how do you get that backing? Like through social media or releasing music, but then you have to pay money to release the music, and then it's putting music in, it's putting money into the music when you don't know what the hell's going to come out of it. Exactly, so it's just full of uncertainty. You've just got to be on it. Yeah, you just like, um, I want to do this. I'm going to make sure this happens. Like, you you've got to be willing to take a risk. Yeah, hundred percent. So like, I've I've put. A lot of money into music, and a lot of it, I've I've come out with a like with a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So like, in in terms of I've put money into into the studio, I've got with my with fans we've got a band, we've got an EP out. I've put money into my instruments. I've got one of the nicest guitars I've ever come across <laughs> sitting in my room. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. You put money in. What what you put in, you you will get out if you do it right. Yeah, if you do it right is the key thing. So like, for, like if I if I was to sit here and calculate all the bus money bus money I've spent, lunch money I've spent, any extra I've had to pay expenses getting to college, this it'd be phenomenal how much money I've put into it. Yeah, I can still sit here and say it was actually worth it because I've learned a hell of a lot because in music college, it's better than like high school music yeah because i've learned music business music theory music practical everything I'd spread across the industry i've learned how to audition in front of professionals yeah I've, I've learned how to um conduct interviews and stuff and how how to hold myself in the industry and how to do gigs how to sell tickets yeah the the only thing that i that i really had to properly do go out and execute that myself exactly yeah that's the biggest part to it but it's a massive payoff like i have i have headlined um club academy manchester academy three um like a venue like that yeah because i put work in to get there exactly so there's you get knockbacks you do but it's working when, back from them and yeah you just pick yourself up dust yourself off and carry on on, yeah, like, like, like with with door five, like we must be on like phase four of members. <laughs> yeah, members come and go. Yeah, I've kept we've kept the band. The whole door five is still a thing; it's still going, and we're pushing. Best thing but you like, can do, really. If if there's nothing there, there's no opportunities. You're not going to get there, and then sort of looping it back around to where we started talking about the honor and stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, we have gone on another long tangent. It's, it's, it'll be a good lesson, though. Yeah, hopefully. But, um, it is, it, it, there's no opportunities there. No. Then the bands like the honor are going to be our last wave of, of upcoming bands. And it's, it's going to stop because there's nothing left. Yeah. And that's, that's where it needs to change. Yeah. And I think, like, like competitions that they run, like, you, um, the up and coming for Glastonbury and... BBC, BBC. introducing, yeah, I was 
yeah and and like there's one for Leeds as well and yeah. I think me producing is connected with that and stuff like opportunities are amazing yeah that's that's two that's two festivals a year you get two chances and that's it and there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of people competing for that exactly it's, it's competitive as well we've not mentioned that it's, it's very very competitive yeah. The music industry has got to be one of the most competitive industries to get in. Yeah. I, I think because, like, compared to an office job, if you, want to, if you want to compete with someone, say there's there's an office of 12 people and two of you are doing really good, only one of you is going to get promotion, you can fall back into your job and you're stable. Yeah. You just try again, try again in a week's time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that easy. In the music industry, if you make, if you're competing with a band, and you put out an EP, and they put out an EP, and yours is crap in comparison to theirs, <laughs> it's going to take you ages to go back, rewrite, re-record, do that, come back stronger. Yeah. It, it's such a knockdown from there. It is a complex and weird industry to be in, definitely. But I'm glad it produces bands like The Honor. Yes, going back to The Honor. Yeah, so... I was going to say, Matt, have you got anything else to mention about the Hunter, or do you want to move on to your next album? I mean, I feel like Bale said anything about the Hunter, but uh, I've not, I've not got loads to say about the Hunter. Like, okay, they are, they are a fantastic band. As like the the one hundred album, they've got other albums, but the one hundred one album is the one that sticks out to me because okay, that was, that was their breakthrough. That was their first album. That's what comes across as like we, we are the Hunter. This is what we do, and. That album is what made me like sort of fall in love with listening to them. Okay. Yeah. Because that's fair enough. They've got something like my favourite song off the album is um Where is it now? Oh good job you reminded me. I almost forgot to talk about the um wow, I can't speak now. Your favourite track. <laughs> yeah. I've, there's a few. Obviously I really like, like Bonfire, um She's Casual, You and Me. Um but like, um, stuff like Never Enough, I think that's one of my favourite Honor songs. Okay. Uh, I've got to think that, uh, yeah, I think that one, like, you mean, you mean you get everything planned and then you just, like, I've just fully forgot how that song goes. So you've got, like, you've got to sing it to yourself. To yeah. Go. It so, all goes to pants when you're recording, doesn't it? You have like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to talk about this track, and then you forget completely. And you, ooh. But we could be. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. That that is a very very good song. I think they're all very good songs like Bonfire, We Could Be, She's Casual, You and Me, Alive, Peace Up, Peace, Never Enough. Up to there, they're the songs that I listen to the most off this album. All right. And this is still loads after it. There's Waiting, Brother, World Is Ours, Sycamore Tree, Still Got Blood, Bad For You, Coming Home, Be Young, Rock My Way, which are all very very good songs. Yeah, but it's that yeah. first sort of six or seven songs that stick out to me the most. I mean, it's almost an hour, I think, this album, so it is quite a long one. This album is yeah. 55 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a long album. As, as, as a first release... It's quite dense. It's it's mad. Yeah. Like, like, like with the 1975, they've just released their new album. Yeah, I've talked to this about shit. I talked to... Wow, wow, my English has gone out of the drain. I talked to... Wow. <laughs> yes, thank you, Matt. Yes, I did. 
<laughs> and yeah, it's a behemoth of an album, apparently. It's massive. There's yeah. so much to go through, but at, at the level 975, that's their fourth album. You, yeah. You'd ex- like, fourth album in, go and give us double a song in Hollywood. First <laughs> album, if you drop every song you've got. Might like, be a bit off point. That is a massive gamble, though. And yeah. That was a risk that paid off well. But imagine if that flopped. They have got no songs to come back to. Exactly, yeah. Like, they've probably got the odd couple, but not enough to rebuild an album. Yeah. But it, it works. That that album is sick. Like, I just, the riffs, the, the vocals, the vocals, I think, aren't for everyone's taste. Who, who's this we're talking about now? In the Hunter. Oh, right, yeah. I didn't expect that to be his voice, to be honest. I know. It was not he, what I was expecting at all, like we were saying before. That's, I, I don't, I never expected it, but like, it's. It took me a while to get into the first time. Like I heard Bonfire. Yeah. I thought this is one of the best songs I've ever heard. <laughs> and and it's simple. There's nothing to it, but I like the lyrics. I like the story. Okay. This is what I do with music. This is why. Apparently, no um, this is why I can. I get so like, emo- I'd say emotionally attached. In a way, to to bands like Catfish, The Honor, because okay, the lyrics mean something to me so this is this is why I like the hunt and like the bomb and bonfire it's just just when it, how it's sung and that it just ingrains in your head and that's how i thought that and then there was a couple of the other songs that i had to listen to three or four times to think yeah i actually like these and then okay just, just it just clicked in me one day and i was like these are a sick band i'm yeah. gonna put time into them okay that's it like 100 percent worth the listen that album definitely nice. So, Mark, going on to your third pick of today. Pick. No, so, boy. yeah, we know my feelings towards this band, but um, uh, Mark... Actually... <laughs> it's a, it's, I like it when you sleep by the 1975. Right, yeah. I, you say that, we know... I actually am not completely caught up on your feelings about this band. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I can't stand them at all, <laughs> to, <laughs> to be honest. I thought I got the impression. Yeah. But... Is there any reason why? Um, well, I talked to Shay about this. Oh, I got it right that time. Yes. But, oh, you um, did it? Yeah. <laughs> I did English. But, um, oh, what did I say? Oh, great. Now I've forgotten. But I think the main bit is Matty Healy is just completely off-putting to me. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. I don't like the tone of his vocals, what he's saying, or just his character, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I can appreciate some of the stuff they've done. Like, I spoke to this with... Wow, I cannot do English. I spoke to Dylan about this. Um, the drummer has got yeah. a really good pocket. Like, the drummer can play pretty well. Pretty good drummer, but... Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just don't gel with the music at all. It, it's just completely off-putting to me. A bit of a yeah. bad start going and saying this is one of your favourite albums, but... <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't expect you to like everything yeah, yeah. I, just as I don't like everything that you like. Yeah. But, um, like, I can understand where you're coming from on that base because I, this is probably quite a surprise. I used to hate the 1975. Yeah. I could not stand them. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm I was on that. The same boat that you are. Um, ironically, before it capsized onto Lemon Island, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, I. I <laughs> Good <laughs> reference. He's got that on it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> no, um, 
I, I truly could not stand the light. I hated everything that Matt Healy was about. And it's, yeah. it's Matt Healy that drives people to hate the 1975. But, so I can understand. But I used to just think, like, nah, they, nah, they, they, just, they just look crap. Like, I, to be fair, when I first heard of them was before I got into my indie phase. So okay. I, like, I, was, I was coming out of classic rock. So yeah. I'd, I'd start listening to bands like Green Day. And I was thinking, that, that's your look. That's cool. This is what we want to listen to. Mm. Coming into sort of a bit softer in the indie scene. Yeah. And speaking of Green Day, actually, and, and sort of going into softer and indie scene. Yeah, yeah, of course. Quick quick tangent. Okay, yeah, Captain sure. Bowman supported Green Day on a tour, and I don't Did see they? how it works. Yeah. Really? In like 2016 or something. Oh, I, I saw Green Day. Um when they came to the MEN, but or Manchester Arena, but yeah, I can't remember who supported him, but it wasn't Catfish. I think they were supporting him in America. Oh right, yeah, that'd explain it. <laughs> what, yeah. At the Hotel at, California. At the Hotel Florida, California. <laughs> but do you, like, is it just me that is completely baffled by that? Yeah, yeah, like, I, see, I see what you mean. It is a bit of a weird pairing. It's it's so mad, but. Yeah, I was coming out of bands of like like Green Day, yeah, like proper classic rock bands, sort of like punk here, you yeah, know, that era, and that's because of rock school. That's what I was straight out. I was told my influences, okay. rather rather than finding them, I was told them. Okay, so I think that that's was interesting. My main points about rock school, but not that I didn't like it, but because obviously Green Day are fantastic. I love this. I'd love to go and see them. Mm. But that's that's what you fed. You go to rock school, play these songs, it's rock. Yeah, yeah. You don't get, it's just rock. There's no indie rock, pop rock, sort of like, um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. It's, it's just rock. This is the most basic generic form you can get. Purist. And... It's just, yeah. it's rock, punk rock, and nothing else. Yeah. That's how you live your life. <laughs> I'm right, okay. And, <laughs> the church of rock school. And it actually is like, this is this is like me going in there at twelve years old. I was very easily influenced, anyway. So yeah, that's where that came from. And then classic came, rock dogmatism. Exactly. Like <laughs> I, I was like, you are going to be Jack Black's student, and you're going to rock out at a talent show. Damn. Uh, that was going to be me. That was yes. the dream. that was the American. That was dream. the real Matt. That was exactly who I want to be. Today. <laughs> I still occasionally go back to that, and yeah. I think. I'm 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 cool enough to put my guitar strap from my chest to my knees again and play. <laughs> and I realise that it's impractical to play like that. And yeah, it, it is completely impractical. I have no idea how Billy Joe. I have no idea. Something. It hurts. It does. It, it wrecks your wrist. It does. And your shoulders. Jeez. Yeah. When you got a heavy guitar, like you have to like hunch over your guitar. Yeah, it's like swinging on a pendulum below you. I've got like my 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 Mexican Telecasters. Just numerous hundreds of pounds, which I would not ever want to put at my knees. Yeah. For fear that I'd put a hole in the back of it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'd, I'd come out of that into indie rock, and the 1975 were actually one of the first bands I was shown. Okay. Like, um, what I didn't mention when we were talking about Carfish, I won't keep going back to them, but it's got, I've got a lot to say about them. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, was, I was shown him when I was about 14. I got shown Cocoon. And I didn't listen. Someone came up to one of my cousin's friends came up to me and she was like, listen to this. 
there's this band called Catfish in a Bottom, and I was like, all right, okay. I wasn't into bands back then. That was what that was before Rockstool was my, uh, what I'd like to call my capital FM sort of phase, where uh, every, all right. it, it was pop music or nothing. I right. feel sorry for you. I, I know I do as well. But <laughs> it, it did influence me in a good way because it was when I first heard of Ed Sheeran. Right. And that's what made me to want to play guitar. Oh, right, Not yeah. Ed Sheeran because I liked the way that he played guitar. Okay. And I just liked that he played guitar. Positive and influence then. And he was someone that I could look at and go, He's just doing it. He's just playing guitar. Yeah. There's nothing like he's not it's not look at his band. It's not like, oh we're a metal band, look how fast my fingers go. It's <laughs> a song. Yeah. Just about, about music. So I came from sort of pop to rock to to sort of indie now. I'm I'm sort of defined. I found my style now. Okay. So I, w- I was shown Captain Abomin and I didn't pay him any interest at that time because I wasn't into bands. And then I only actually got into them at the end of 2018, start of 2019. Right. Pardon me, sorry. I had a fizzy drink before. <laughs> it's um, all right. But like really, really late into the game because my mate, he, um, Aaron, my best mate, yeah. he, he had tickets to Catfish and the Bottom right. uh, when they played at Manchester Arena. Okay. He was like, come with me. So I was like, right, yeah, okay. I'd heard of them. They'd just released Longshot off the new album. Right. So, right, okay, give them a listen. And then bashed them for the next six months, which is wild <laughs> so much. Because right. I got in, like, really, really into them. Okay. And I was, like, I was sort of thinking, like, how have I missed out on this for so long? Yeah. Like, like I did the same with the 1975 when I got shown in my first year of college. It's fucking 2017 now. And I got shown the sound off this album. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a phenomenal song. Like, however, however, like, how has this song gone under the radar for me? Mm. Like, like I did with, with Catfish, like, he had a spare ticket. So I, I went and I seen him live and I was like, what? That was that was my first ever gig. And I can't believe it took me till 2019 was my first ever gig. Do you reckon if um, you didn't hear him live that first time and just heard them through recordings, you'd still be into him the same way you are? Not in the slightest. Really? You have to go and see them to truly appreciate them, I think. Okay. So if it, you just it, listened to a few albums, you would have been, yeah, they're just a bit of a, yeah, band. Yeah, because there's no memory attached to them. Okay. can get forgotten. Do you know what I mean? Like, like with The Hunter, I know they're a band that I want to go and see. Yeah. So I can do that. Like, I've seen the 1975 as well. I saw them at Leeds. Okay. Um. So I've got a memory of them. So I can go, oh, they are sick and they are sick live. So and I've got that memory of like oh, seeing this live and this is, it made me feel this and mm. I can't forget that. Whereas like uh, with with bands like bands like Green Day, I've I've gone off them. Uh, I don't dislike them and I will listen to them from time to time, but I don't actively listen to them anymore. Yeah, I know what you mean. I haven't got anything attached to them anymore. Like that's that's not me. Right. So that's that's like how it was with Catfish. So I think I had to go and see them to get into them how I am. And I've seen them twice. I saw them twice last year. I saw them in November in Leeds as well. Oh, blimey, yeah. So you've been up and down them. trying to see him. I have. I caught them on... Um, Manchester Arena was the last English show before they went into Europe, and then they came back, and Leeds was the end of the tour. Right. So I saw them on both ends when they both ended it twice in England, so I'm quite happy about that. Which was the better show, out of interest? Manchester Arena, oh, yeah. 100%. That was their best ever show they've ever done. They've even said that. Atmosphere-wise, I'll just... The quality of the plane, everything. I think it's. I was 
it's Manchester Arena versus Leeds First Direct Arena. Yeah, true. So there's there's not as much of an atmosphere in there. It feels like you're in a concert hall. Right, I've never been. Like, pro, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I've, that is something that I would go and watch Macbeth live on. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe <laughs> Interesting. But you get what I mean, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because the, the place you're in obviously does affect the vibe quite a lot. Yeah, 100% like... Um, it's it it was just amazing. I just I can't put it into words how good that show was. Yeah, that that is what made me think that is where I want to be in five ten years time. I want to be on that stage. Right. I want to. I want giving 20, you the drive. Yeah, it it made me really realize what I want to do. Yeah, and that's why I love them so much as well because I've never seen a band, heard a band, felt a band like I have with Catfish. Okay. So. Uh, that's what it was. I want to be like, in five, ten years' time, I want to be stood on that stage with 20,000 people singing my song about to me. That is, that is my dream. Mm. That is, that's, that's what pushed that. And what pushed my indie phase was the 1975. Okay. Swinging nicely back to that. Yes, yes, very nicely done. To be uh, honest, you'd be uh, better than me at doing this by the sounds of it. <laughs> I, I, do you know how many tangents we've gone on because of me? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You swing it back quite well, so. I just, I just think like we're going on for ages here. Just a bit. And, and I, I can edit like, it down. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Half of what's been said in this will never be released to the world anyway. So. <laughs> Matt off the ridiculously long titled 1975 album. Which would you say is your favourite track? I feel like if Matt Healy ever heard you just call it that, that'd be the name of the fifth 1975 album. It probably would be, wouldn't it? The ridiculously long titled 1975 album. I mean, we've all got something in common there. All our names are Matt. Exactly. It's just a Matt thing. To it is. For our, like, cool album names like Stop It. It's a cool album. Name, yeah, right? yeah, completely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, your favourite song off this album? My favourite song off this album is, uh, is Loving Someone. Okay. Because I don't know, really. Like, there's no definitive, like, sort of. I really like this song because, right? Because it's many reasons. Like, it's not just the one thing that sticks out to me. Okay. Uh, I just like. I like the lyrics. I like how they flow. Yeah. I like the music behind it. I like how it's more focused on, um, what he's saying, rather than. A, how he's saying it, B, the music behind it. Yeah. And sort of C, this is just a generic song. Okay. I have to excuse the fact that I just put the ocean on. <laughs> Interesting things to do. Right it's, now, I mean. I know, it's... It's uh, 20 past 10. 20 past 10 at night. Yeah, and, and Matt's putting on deodorant. Absolutely roasting. <laughs> I'm freezing. I've got, a ju- I've got a jumper on. Your jumper on? Yeah, my extension is bloody well freezing. Oh, you, you're in the, uh, the drum room? Yeah, I am. Ah, man. Well, I feel like the amount of talking we've done, running up the heat on the laptops. Oh, yeah, yeah, your laptop's probably set on fire. Yeah, I've had to put it down. <laughs> right, nice. So, Matt, have you got anything more to say 
about this bloody long named 1975 album? Um, not, not absolutely loads, no. Okay, because it's more of it is it is one of my favorite albums, yeah. Yeah, like hundred percent. Like um, saying, getting in you into the scene is probably yeah. Why. That, this this was sort of the album that pushed me to go from stuff like Green Day, yeah, like, like I was saying before, into into the indie scene and realizing this is my scene. This is the music I like and want to make. Nice, cool. So I think there's because I'll admit I'll, I'll I'll say this now. Like, I I actually don't know half the songs on that album right purely because like I, i've listened to them i've listened to them all but i don't i don't know them know them because they didn't stick out to me as such but okay songs like um love me uh the sound loving someone um i'll, I'll pull up the track list now um oh that's the song not the uh I don't want to get you copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah, Love Me. Uh, the one that's called... Ugh. You know, the uh, very well-titled... Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Great name. Uh, she's American. That one, really. I really like that, because there's a drum fill at the start of that. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I love it. Yeah, I heard that one. That was pretty good. Um, there's There's somebody else... You can't not like that song. But it makes you feel something. It really does. There's a loving someone, obviously. My my personal favorite. Your personal album. favorite. It is, and that's that is because of the story it tells. Okay. Like other two bands, I like songs that tell stories. Yeah, I was going to say you seem pretty big on stories. I, I like lyrics. For someone who can't write lyrics to save my life, <laughs> I absolutely love lyrics. I know how you feel, yeah. There's, there's also the sound of that, but like with loving someone, is 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 also it's not just a story. It is, um, it's like a political statement. It's a speech. It's everything, and it's and more. It's not just a song. It's not just, uh, like like drivel. Right. It's not just words for the sake of. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there's a, there's a story. And then there's elements to it, so there's there's part of it as a story, part of it as a speech, part of it is like sort of like the this is how we are, this is what we need to be, and explains like struggles and do you know what I mean? It goes. There seems to be some form of moral behind the whole thing. There there's a whole that's that's what the Night Seventy Five's biggest thing is. Okay. Portraying a message. Interesting. I think my healer thinks there's some like Profit, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it could be class as well. Maybe in like, maybe the Greeks will read about us in a hundred years, and we're not reading about their prophets because they're reading about Matt Healer. Interesting. I mean, who knows? So, like, that's that. Yeah, that is that. And then, yeah. so it's just, it's just a very good album. I really like. Okay. It. It and that song, I seen it live. When you see a song that you relate to and you really like live, it hits, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, like when I seen Catfish with 975, and I'm hoping the same thing happens with the Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Um, ultimately, if we're ever allowed out to go to gigs again. Yeah, good point. But, um, like, it, it pushed a lot for me. 
this album especially just to think like i want to make music like this this is quite cool i like it so matt there are your three album picks so swiftly moving on to cover your book very quickly (laughs) 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 so you did have an original pick which i can't mention but um anyone who knows matt will probably figure out what that book was and he well if you want to take a guess message me and um oh matt and see how that goes down but matt what have you actually chosen (laughs) in in regards to my original book we should um we should run a poll guess what you think matt's book was yes winner gets absolutely nothing yeah yeah there it is message one of us yeah That'd be quite cool to see what people think I'm like. Yeah. Even people that know you but don't know me, just mm. to listen to this and think, oh, we sort of got an idea of that because he hasn't shot up for the past hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, what is your book? Mine is the, uh, the Minecraft Handbook edition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was not expecting that. <laughs> okay, so you chose the Minecraft Handbook edition too. Do you no. think that's going to... Oh, you've not? <laughs> I've not. I feel, in aspects, it would help, but it's I was going to say, that would be good for survival. It's, it's, it would be good for survival. It's a, it's a cool <laughs> point. I have to say that since my original book was rejected... Yes. I was put on a spot. Yeah, to, to be fair. To book, uh, and to think that I haven't really read a book in a while. Like It's because everything I read is on the internet now. Yeah. If I was if I was to read if I was to pick a book now, right? Like, like I see, I don't know. Like, has has everyone else's books been sort of like survival guides? Or no, it just, no, it's just been like novels, whatever. It can be whatever, really, apart from your original pick. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if someone like, just sat here and my pick is a dictionary. It could be. I'm gonna learn all the words and all the meanings of every word ever, and I'm going to be the most English correct person you'll ever meet i mean you could be mm, oh like an atlas i feel like an atlas would help interesting uh, i think my my pick of book would probably be a book i um is, <laughs> it's got it's got an eye it's got a funny name to it and i i, I got it in uh, in high school and I, I i'm sort of drawn towards book like this it's called don't wipe your bum with a hedgehog <laughs> 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 Okay. Uh, and the rest of the title is Don't Wipe Your Bum With A Hedgehog and Other Pieces Of Advice. So I like stuff like that. Like, I do like novels, don't get me wrong. Like, I read all the Beast Quest books and stuff. Like, I've <laughs> A true connoisseur of fine literature. I am. You can't tell me Beast Quest did not slap <laughs> in crime school. I remember reading a few of those in the school library. There was Beast Quest and Die of a Wimpy Kid. They were the hardcore books <laughs> that you read. But I got given this because the author came into my school. Don't know why. Right. He did not, <laughs> fortunately, he did not demonstrate why hedgehog <laughs> or anybody else's for that matter. Exactly, no hedgehogs were harmed in the making of this book. Yes, but it is—it's brilliant. This stuff like it's—it's it's sarcastic, but like it's, that is me. Yeah, entirely. that is like obviously you're not going to wipe your bum with a hedgehog. <laughs> like, I'd hope it, not. I'd really hope not. And I mean, if we're on an island and there's only hedgehogs, uh, you never know. But. There is the sea. Wipe your bum with the sea. <laughs> anyway, anyway. No, but it's brilliant. It's full of like, it's 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 sort of got 
advice that has been collected over the years. So it's got the daft stuff like don't eat yellow snow. Okay. And yeah. It's, it, it's got genuine stuff in it. Like, let me try and think. Like, um... <laughs> so it, it'll give you like sort of good advice. Like when you're doing your washing, put it on this setting, take this away rather than what you, what you think you should do. And it makes your clothes not like the colors don't bleed or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So this is a good life management life improvement advice book it, it really is oh like yeah yeah stupidly titled but it gets your attention okay i'd say if anybody's struggling in the life at the moment or is having any issues whatsoever buy this book and I, your I, life I, will change completely someone says to you matt i need advice send a bot yes 100 percent. It, it could be it's like their cat could have just died and i could be telling them not to eat yellow snow i mean it's it's the main rule for life, isn't it? Exactly. See, they asked for advice. They didn't specify what advice they wanted. <laughs> exactly. That is their own fault. It is indeed. No, but it's, it's a brilliant book. Okay. I really I enjoyed it a lot. Nice. So, Matt, as well, I don't know what this is going to be, your luxury item. Ah, well, you see, this was a tough one. Okay. This, this like, because I'd, I'd say my first thought, like, it could be anything, couldn't it? Like, but your first thought is natural, like, oh, bring me phone, obviously. Yeah. Then then lies, lies the problem of what happens when all, like, I mean, for starters, where are you going to get connection? Yeah. For an island, but if you do get connection, uh, there's only so far, like, your, your data and that is going to last. Yeah, and your battery. Your battery, where are you going to plug it in? I think it's a bit daft. Plugging into a turtle. Unlimited source of power. Well, if if the thing grows potatoes, I've seen a lot, oh, of, yeah, Ameri- yeah. A lot of American people uh, charging the phones with potatoes. Yeah, I've so said that. Maybe, but I, my luxury will be the phone, not the charger. So <laughs> I don't know if there's an allowance to bring a charger with the phone. Who knows? But that that would not be my luxury because no. it, definitely, if, if we're on an island, we're on an island, do you know what I mean? Yeah. My luxury would be a guitar. Okay. I feel that's acceptable because yeah, it is. It's entertainment. I can play all my favorite songs. I can write my songs. Yeah, I play one to your record. Exactly. We can. We can just have a nice time. And yeah. And it passes the time, and I can. It I does. Can things. I can make stuff up. Yeah. I can like it's it's something to do, and surely in the time that we're on the island, I could learn to sing, and then Bob's your uncle, really. Yeah, and then you got an entire career sorted for when you get back. If exactly. you get back. <coughs> well, Damn. I should... Depending on... Where, where is this island? Uh, well, this is going to come back on a joke that I had the other week about not expanding the law of the island. I don't know. I've not had a think about it. <laughs> you know, like, ideas of where like, this island to be, or is it completely unknown? No, it's completely unknown. Even I don't know. So it's, I, I like the concept. The concept is good because... You're thrown an island, and it's 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 good because I, even I told you before that I don't stutter. Yeah, and I've stuttered about five hundred times. Oh yeah, there. same. I mean, I've forgotten how to speak English, so it's just I don't know what's happening to us. No, but, we're going a bit mad. We are truly are. Watch this. We'll get to the end of this, and you'll have recorded. The only thing you will have recorded is when we went to this island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I forgot we record. What <laughs> <laughs> there is when I came back and I went. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> but, yeah, like, if 
if we knew where the island was, then someone could just go, oh, well, it's near here. I'll just swim to there. Yeah. Make a go there. Mm. So I, I like the concepts of not knowing where you are because you truly are. Hopeless. It really is like Minecraft. You just spawn. You're just there. You've got to find your way back. You've got to, make you got to a punch lot. some trees. You do. I, I feel like that is missold. Yeah. I, I don't want to claim PPI that's been missold. <laughs> I want to claim my 12 but that I paid for Minecraft. Because <laughs> uh, it tells me that I can punch trees. I went outside and punched a tree and hurt my hand. <laughs> I'd say that's the moral of the entire podcast. Don't punch trees, kids. Don't punch trees. Don't wipe your bones with a headshot. No. So, Matt, finally... If Catfish made a bottle man out of two of your records, which record would you save? I think this answer might be quite obvious. What? So if what? If Catfish made a bottle man out of two of your records, which out one would you save? Oh, is this out of the... Out of uh, the ones you picked, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Catfish one? Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I didn't I even to... need to ask, really, did I? No, not really. I had to think, because, like, if Catfish is there, then surely there's only the Hunter in the 975 left. But then you're like, they're taking two, and I can save one. Yeah. It's got to be the It's got to be, yeah. Like, but if Catfish made a bottle, man, I'd be very sure to uh, or find it. Yeah. Best friends. I'd, I'd, want, I'd want in on that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was that was an interesting experience. It was. So, I was I was hoping to be fair when I was I was listening to Ethan's quick quick tangent. Okay, but when I was listening to Ethan's, you're like you're getting thrown out of a plane yeah. onto an island. And I was hoping I'd get that description so I could go. I'd rather get thrown out of an island onto a plane. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't ask. I forgot. <laughs> and pick off with the most dickhead thing I could say. Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I just I just wanted to kick it off with that because then I'd really get everyone hating it, and that's that's my entire goal in life: just <laughs> make everybody hate me as much as I hate myself. Damn, that went really. We, deep, we, yeah, it did. We, we don't hate you, but we don't no, hate you. It's funny, no, because like I say stuff like that, and you get some people go, "Well, well do you think you're funny?" Um, <laughs> the response to that is, "Yes, I am. I know I am." What's your point? And <laughs> then I've got some people go. I want to be your best mate. I'm like, sorry, position's taken. You can be oh. a mate. Damn. To be, I, honestly though, probably probably don't get this wholesome content from uh, Ethan and stuff because Ethan's emotionless. <laughs> oh, Ethan is calling you out here. Come on, man, and, step up. And, and Sam, who's nine and has never had any life experience. Oh, okay. Sam is calling you out as well. I call a war. <laughs> Full on war in the next round. <laughs> No. We'll get them all in the next show and go full Jeremy Kyle style. Oh, we can do it like a Joe Rogan podcast, but we all dumb each other. <laughs> no, like, honestly, like, uh, nobody could ever take uh, Aaron's spot as my best mate. Ever. Okay. Wholesome. That is, that, that, that is wholesome. That's my wholesome content. Nice. Right. A very um, wholesome place to end, I'd say. It's, it's a great place to end. It is. And I'd also like to just plug all my music. Yeah, go for it. That's okay. 100%. Because you've, you've got to, haven't you? You do. So, right, so I'll start off with my personal stuff. Okay. Because I, I do a lot with music, so I, I don't just do bands. I've got a SoundCloud where I make electronic-type music. 
So uh, that's just Matt Challoner. Type that in SoundCloud, you'll find it. I've sent I've sent you the link. So if yeah. anybody wants it, it's there. Uh, only short, like one two minute tracks, and just just ideas that I have that sound cool. I also did a um, one that I would highly recommend is a uh, it's called Crazy Frog, <laughs> and it is is my electronic remake of the Crazy Frog song. And I think it is brilliant. Like that is the best thing I've come out with on this SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm that gonna have to have listen to that one. You you really should. It's brilliant. Because I didn't even know you had this page until before. I know nobody knows I've got it because I every time I upload, I upload at like three in the morning. So when I have the time, <laughs> nobody sees it. Yeah. So I should probably have a better uh, upload schedule. Yeah, maybe. Like on top of that, I I this, this is actually something. This is the first time that I'm going to say this. Like public to apart from anyone that's close to me is a. I'm working on an acoustic album. Okay. Inside, that, more insider info. That is more insider info. There's there's good songs coming up for that. Nice. Um, that is something I've been working on for a while just to get that right because obviously I can only do the instrumental stuff. I can't sing to save my life. So I've got <laughs> various other singers okay. uh, coming in on it, uh, writing songs to other people. I'm going to just release that. And that's not going to be like me ditching to go solo. That's just going to be me like, I want to try something new. I want to see how this goes. Yeah, always good to do. I'm sort of doing that on the side, but my main stuff is the bands. Uh, we'll start off with, we'll go in order of how long I've been in them. Okay. Pure exit fair. Start with Phantom. On Instagram, Phantom Band underscore. Give them a follow. So we're trying to get to a, see where our milestones. 350 followers in the next couple of weeks, if we can. Nice, get them okay. to 350. Everyone go give them a follow. That is that. We've got Door 5, yeah. which is Door 5 Band on Instagram. We are at 395 followers as of this minute. We want to be at 400 as soon as possible, but I think we can make it to 430. Okay, so in, once again, in the next few weeks, everyone go follow them. Get that one up. And then the last one is the one that I've just recently joined, Split Decision. Uh, split underscore decision underscore on Instagram. And we are trying to get that band to 100 followers in the next couple of weeks. And we're at 72 now, and we have only just put the, put the page up a couple of days ago. Nice. So we are doing quite well. We've got good engagement. Come on, if everyone. Wanting more, get them followed. Get following. And then, yeah, buy the Blood Moon EP, stream it, whatever. Just yeah, buy. I'm going to say you can buy a physical copy from Wax and Beans. From Wax and Beans, yeah. yeah uh, and... We're looking into getting that into HMV as well. Nice. HMV Berry. I think we, we might be already in there. I'm not too sure. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a gig coming up, which will be in HMV, so look out for that one. Okay, we, nice. That'll be quite cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, both Phantom and Door 5 have got headline gigs coming up whenever we can reorganise them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot going on. Split decision, we're going to have gigs coming up cool. as soon as we can. But, um, just, just stream. Um, the Blood Moon EP and Sleep. Door 5 has a demo coming out soon. Yes. Uh, there's, there's some more info for you. Uh, cool. It's not so secret, but it is because we've not actually announced it. All right. Drop. So um, that's that. The really. lucky few hear this. Exactly. So, um, hopefully by the time this comes out, um, the Door 5 demo will be um, ready to come out. Cool. Nice. We can we can get two big drops in one there, yeah. And then uh, we don't know what we're gonna do for that, but 
we'll do something special for it because it's been a long time and a long road to get to where Door 5 is now. So we want to remember our first release, even if it's only a demo. We want it to be something special. So cool. we'll make sure we do something like that or we'll keep you updated. Nice one. As for everything else, I would say that is that is all. That is me. Very cool. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show, Matt. Thank you for having me. Very nice You've to hear from you. 14 hours of Matt Challoner. <laughs> I've got a lot to edit. <laughs> it, hey, it'd be good, though. There's a lot. Yeah, there is a lot. And nice. If you need to, just part two, it? just call it part two. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. have to. Well, it'd, be, it'd be cool. Your, your it first would. Part, would it be first part two? It would, yeah. Magnus, I like how at the start of this we were trying to keep it like short yeah <laughs> we'll try and keep it to around 40 minutes yeah sure <laughs> yeah we'll do 40 minutes to an hour sweet, sweet. <laughs> i think what are we on now of recording almost two hours yeah yeah i was gonna say i'm just close to two hours it's not oh, too man. bad no it's not too bad we've had a good chat we have had a good chat it's not like you'd think going on the way we do that we, we genuinely like live next door to each other talk every day this has been not just a chat this has been a catch-up yeah it has yeah as it, it has been for all these chats, to be fair. like It's been good to get to chat to you again. It's been it a has, while. Yeah, it has been a long while. But it's, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed Indeed. it. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Can't nice to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, that should be pretty interesting. I'll put some, um, I don't know, I'll try and arrange something in the group chat it in the soon. Group chat. Yeah, because I'm running out of people to come on the show, so. <laughs> uh, oh, we can, well... I can always ask some of my friends from various bands. Yeah, cool. I'll um, I'll finish this list and then maybe that's for season two of the Lemon Island picks. Who knows? Nice. And then and then maybe if I get bored enough in lockdown, I do the same. I copy your idea. Oh. And I, I podcast you. Oh man, it's copyrighted. Oh. Oh. Maybe I'll call it Orange Country Picks. Ah, oh, he's beat the system. God damn it. <laughs> well, Matt. Like I say. No, but it has been good. It has Thank been, you. yeah. No worries. So, that is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Thank you, Matt. And thank you for joining me on this episode of Lemon Island Picks. So, we're now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Like I said in the intro, if you've got any records or songs you want to share, or even be on the show, just drop me a message and I'll send you the link. But for now, it's a goodbye from Lemon Island. Leave your answer in the comments box. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, and peace. (laughs) 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 (laughs)